This podcast is part of the Famous Original Podcast Network family. You can find us by going to www.fopnet.biz. Welcome. Everything is fine. This is a Good Place Podcast, brought to you by Nerdy Things Pod Productions. We are the Nerdy Boys. I am Tim. This is Kevin and Jules. Say hello, guys. Hello. Hey, And we are Everything is Fine, a podcast dedicated to the hit NBC TV show, The Good Place. We drop an episode every Monday, kinda. This one's a day late. Maybe. Bingers will not experience this, but uh, sorry, we had a scheduling conflict last night. No big deal. We are here for episode six. Regardless, we drop an episode of our show for every episode that The Good Place airs. We caught up this off season, but we're into season three now. We are in the swing of it. We are midway through almost, and we are loving it. And I know you guys are too, because you tell us so on the Facebook discussion group, which we have. And that is awesome. You can get there by going to Facebook. Yeah. Uh, any way that you see fit <laughs> on an app via the internet with a, a abacus. I don't know. However you get to Facebook, you do that. You search everything is fine and you will find us and you will find the lovely Maximum Derricks. That's what we call our fans who participate in lively discussion and uh, I don't even want to say debate. There's really nothing to debate in The Good Place. It's just awesome. We just talk about how awesome it is and we quote things and it's fun. Uh, We are also on social media. We have an Instagram account at Everything is Fine Podcast. We are Nerdy Things Pod Productions. So you can find us at www.nerdythingspod.com and on social media at Nerdy Things Pod. Whoa, success. There it is. You did it. Hey, nice. me. How so many episodes? I don't know. 30 something? Like a million. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that's that. We always begin our episode by calling back to last week. Guys, I have to ask you. If you had Janet's VR earbuds, yeah. that's what I'm going to call them. Or are they IEMs? I don't know. Earbuds or in-ear monitors. I don't fully understand uh, the difference. To be perfectly frank with you, but they're VR earbuds. They go in your ears and they present a virtual reality through some magic of Janet science. If you guys had those, what scenario would you drop yourself into first? Oh, I don't think we want to get that. I don't think we want to go there. (laughs) Mine would probably be like an Eleanor situation, but uh, going back to your... In ear in ear monitors are usually molded molded to your ear, yeah. so it would they're like usually custom fit for you, I guess. Gotcha. Oh uh, well, I guess I don't know, but that's usually what the thing is. But something like that, maybe to start it off. But then um, I don't know. Like I want to do like some fantasy stuff, like you know, Ready Player One kind of thing. Yeah, that'd be super fun. Just like whatever, go into different worlds and stuff. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, honestly, my first thought was just Jurassic World. Like, I just want to be, <laughs> I just want to be uh, Owen or or a raptor. I could be a raptor. <laughs> you know, like I'd be fine yeah. with either of those. <laughs> just, uh, she'll be like, yeah. So uh, you had like a, a really weird discussion with Tim and Jules the other day. Do you want to like play that out and work that out a little bit? Um, no. Can you make me a raptor real quick, <laughs> please? Thanks. See, can can you be a raptor though? 
I mean, we haven't seen any evidence so far that you can be something else in the virtual reality, just that you can surround yourself with whatever it seems that you want. You can surround yourself with the raptor body oh, okay. and go rar. Okay. Yeah, that's exactly right. Whether you can or you can't, you can. We did see, uh, well, no, actually, Eleanor wasn't cheaty. I thought she would have been uh, when we were watching the episode. Oh, that's but true. We did that's see right. That- we, she was Simone, yeah. Eleanor went into it. Yeah. So the, we, you're right. She was Simone. So there is some of that. So I'm mm-hmm. going to be a raptor. I'm going to be blue. <laughs> well, I'm going to go to Hyrule, but I'm not going to be Link. I'm going to be me. And I'm going to run around the fields of Hyrule and go up to Death Mountain and go into labyrinths because that's the only thing that I wish Breath of the Wild had was labyrinths. Sure. Yeah. I, I would probably do like some I just immediately went to like the Matrix kind of stuff, just like it's pseudo reality where I can do pretty much anything and I'm the one. <laughs> so it's like eh, it's almost real, but then like I'm running on walls and stuff or flying. So hmm, or like that. this is kind of like Eleanor's thing, but probably not as as dirty, especially since I, I, I peeked in a little bit on the Bohemian Rhapsody today. Uh, I didn't get to see this performance yet because I'm assuming it's at the end of the movie, but I would definitely drop myself right in the middle of Wembley Stadium at the Live Aid 1985 performance. Ooh, those are like heavy hitters there. Yeah. I was like, I I looked up like the lineup. I was like, oh my God, that's wild. I just want to see Queen because I mean, the fact that I'll never have had the opportunity to see Freddie Mercury and Queen in my life that I was a little bit too late. That that will be one of my great life regrets, unfortunately. Sure. Yeah. There is this also one huge. Lenny Kravitz concert that I, <laughs> I want to be front row for. Anyway. Sounds good. No, uh, huge <laughs> shout out to all the Maximum Derricks in the uh, Facebook group that also told us when what their first concert was. Yeah. And it was really interesting to see uh, everybody's different uh, first concerts and different like personalities and stuff and uh shout out to new kids on the block there was a few of y'all <laughs> <laughs> but that was that was that was y'all's first concert but thank you yeah that was one, that was actually one of the more fun discussions that we've had non-good place related in that discussion group i mean it was but it wasn't you know that was a uh, that was a lot of fun so next thing we do every episode is the real reason why you guys listen i know it you know it Kevin and Jules even know it when they don't want to admit it. But out of context, quotes of the week is the big draw. So, Jules, kick it off. (laughs) All right. How dare she steal the identity I stole? Um, (laughs) If you look at this painting closely, you can really notice the interpretation. (laughs) And uh, my last one, it wasn't a quote, but it was like a quote on the back of a wall in the school. Always bet on red. (laughs) And the red is R-E-A-D. All right. Uh, So I had had way too many for this. Yeah. Uh, So those aren't dumb shapes. They're a pair of boobs and two extra side boobs and symbolize that boobs come in all shapes and sizes and distances apart. (laughs) True. Uh, uh, What a fun way to say a normal thing. (laughs) All my fears are mine again. (laughs) Oh, no. And you... uh, you want to listen to a podcast, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> I have to tell you, my wife got the biggest kick out of that. She goes, you think he's talking about your podcast? Uh, no. <laughs> no, he not. is not. No, probably he is not at all. There's no probably. No. 
but thank you. I'm going with probably, okay? Um, you haven't in even introduced me to this stretched out sexy Alex Trebek. <laughs> oh, jeez. Like my good friend Ben Affleck and his crippling addiction to back tattoos, and my other good friend Matt Damon and his crippling addiction to my friend Ben Affleck. <laughs> you should see the new Hooters on Route 19. It's classy, like a bank. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Is that what I want in my Hooters? I don't know. Bank-esque? I don't know. <laughs> I might need a calculator or maybe a globe. I don't really understand the job. <laughs> You're the boobs? <laughs> and on nice. that note, I'm sorry our parents were such wankers. <laughs> and that has been Out of Context Quotes of the Week. Great. They really were wankers. Uh, before we get any further, I just want to touch on something Jules said in that, but I didn't want to disrupt the flow of it. So always bet on red. That was hilarious or always bet on read, yeah. but that was only part of it. Did you see the rest of that sign, Jules? No, I thought it was just describing the school or the school name. No, It was. It's the MGM Grand Luxury Resort, Resort and Casino <laughs> Elementary School. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Always bet on Reed. <laughs> yes. Oh, well, Kevin, why don't you just tell us what happened on this episode, will you? Oh, I will give you a brief synopsis. In this episode, Eleanor goes with Michael to find her mother, who is living the life that Eleanor always dreamed she would have as a child. Uh, meanwhile, Chidi, Tahani, Jason, and Janet go to save Camilla, who is serving omelets and is a bitch. Tahani takes an axe to the omelets and eventually realizes Camilla is as broken as she is. Meanwhile, Eleanor realizes her mother is actually happy and just decides to let her have it. Then Michael and Eleanor listen to a podcast. The end. <laughs> the end. Yeah, we begin this one with Eleanor and Michael in front of a Nevada McMansion, where she finds <laughs> out her mom tried to pay for a date with Gene Simmons and then stole her fake identity, Diana Tremaine. But it's not really about Eleanor this time, okay? So don't get upset, except that it is, because she just opens the door and starts screaming at her. I love that. Yeah, That's, I mean... It's so Eleanor. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know if I would do anything different either. <laughs> like, I would be hella mad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's... It, I mean, you can't blame the reaction, but... Well, I don't know. You say it's completely contrary to the reason why she came, except... It's really not like, you know, Eleanor came to do a good thing. But in the back of her mind, the whole murdering her mom was definitely a possibility. Oh, it's on the table. It's definitely <laughs> on the table. It's out there. Yeah. So uh, they get into the house and they find out that in her new life, um, napkins are made of shirt material. And uh, but Eleanor thinks <laughs> Eleanor thinks it's all a scam. She wants to blow her mom's cover, but then the kid walks in, and she has to pretend that her and her mom both pledged Capizeta Jones. Oh God, oh, that sucks though. <laughs> like in this moment, like I feel really bad for Eleanor because she sees her mom doing the thing that she always wanted her mom to do. She just wanted like a. a uh, a mom to be chill and not, you know, drink margaritas all the time. Right. In Tarantula <laughs> Springs, Nevada. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't I didn't notice it until I just read it. 
But Kappa Zeta Jones. Yeah, definitely Catherine Zeta Jones. Definitely. Yeah. I, I didn't even think about it. I was just like, <laughs> Jones is the most common last name. And she's like, Kappa Zeta. Is that the thing? No, Ka- Catherine Zeta Jones is a sorority, <laughs> apparently. Yeah, so that's great. Yep. <clears throat> so, Tahani and uh, Jason and Chidi and Janet are at uh, Camilla's art exhibit where they see all the boobs and Camilla is making eggs for everyone. Um, but Tahani does not want to be a party to any formation, especially not a line. So she cuts right to the front, but she won't order an omelet, which causes quite a stir that, that with this whole thing, like what, what, what is this? Why do people get into art in this way? I've never understood. <laughs> I don't it's know. So wild, man. Like, Okay, hi, I'm Jules the Human. I'm I'm a musician here in <laughs> San Antonio, Texas. But I go to these things and I'm I I'm just like I don't know what what are you doing, man? Like I I don't want to mm. There's some there's some exhibits and stuff that have been pretty interesting and I'm like, "Sure, dude, if you get it, then sure, if this helps you fulfill your thing, go for it." But to me, it just looks like a bunch of shit on the wall. I don't know. <laughs> but they they do things like that and I'm like, "Okay, so when I saw this episode, I was like, this isn't really far off. And from like the high end art stuff, it's, she's making omelets for people and giving them like haikus or something. Yeah. yeah. Or just giving them like thoughtful, whatever your, nonsense. Your fears are now my fears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, what? Okay. Here's an omelet. Okay. Sure. And she's got such know. devoted fans, like those two, I don't know, were they German or Swedish? I, I don't really know what they were. Chidi could speak to them. That that was something. But Yeah, they, he did it. They like follow her around. And I mean, visual art, I, I consider myself a relatively creative person. And visual art, I can look at it and go, okay, I can see there's some symbolism here and there's this and that. But I don't get performance art. When people like just make omelets and read haikus like that's not a far stretch from what some <laughs> artists do and i just sure i, I just can't it's, imagine it's, lining up to experience that and then when the exhibit gets shut down being so disappointed that i didn't get to go up and get my omelet made yeah because i think most of it is that you're in that moment with them that you're in that thing like oh this is a one-time thing that we're going to experience and this is only going to happen for so long and I want to be a part of it. And most of the time I want to say that I was a part of it. So when he, she was like, this shut down forever, this is never going to happen. They're like, Oh no, I'm never going to get the omelet from Camilla on so-and-so day in Budapest. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I don't know. It's weird. It's a weird life, man. Well, back in Nevada, it's margarita time. <laughs> Can and Michael Dave, get drunk? Well, I, I don't know. I need to know. Like, why does Michael drink? Uh, so many questions. I'm getting ahead of myself, but but Michael doesn't understand what bathrooms are for. We know this <laughs> yeah. from this episode because he designs the perfect Hooters and doesn't put in uh, any Subaru bathrooms. dealership. Subaru sure. dealership. Yeah. Subaru dealership. <laughs> but there are no bathrooms, uh, even though he definitely uses one and sits down on it and shoots one out. But yeah, I don't understand. Like, where does the margarita go? Is is he just sloshing around with like a year and a half's worth of margaritas and other stuff in his in his gullet? Like, in, I'm so confused. Uh, <clears throat> in season two, they did that whole 
drinking, dancing sort of thing. And was he drunk then? I don't remember. I don't, I don't know. think he was. I don't know. Yeah. I was when they were when he was double fisting the margaritas, I was definitely getting really excited to see drunk Michael. And I, I never got it. And it's a little disappointing to me that that, that was sure. de- I was deprived of that. He's not even a tequila guy. <laughs> no, but they're delicious. <laughs> that guy Dave makes a heck of a margarita. He really does. I like Dave. I like <laughs> Dave. Like Dave, Dave. <laughs> Dave was in I think it was last season of Brooklyn Nine Nine as well. Oh, was he? he? Yeah, he was the one of the guys that uh, at the the meeting where they had um, all of the different forces together, where Peralta was forbidden from having a party, yeah. and then he had a party anyway. And Terry was supposed to get a presentation ready for Holt to give. That was the guy that they were up against that he had to give the presentation for. Oh, he's yeah, a, you're right. Another police captain somewhere else that Holt's yes, ri- he's like Holt's rival, and he's the nicest, sweetest man ever. And Holt is like, he's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but he makes a heck of a margarita, that guy. And they had a real, really um, uh, well, oh, wait, I'm sorry. Back to your your margarita thing. I had a theory on this. So it was it was. I think confirmed by Christine, one of our Maximum Derricks, that Michael probably doesn't, his body doesn't have the goo. So remember, we're made of goo, and he's probably not made of the goo. So whatever inside of him probably absorbs the stuff that he ingests and, I don't know, filters it out in some different way. Doesn't need to, yeah. He doesn't need kidneys or anything. He just, he's got no goo. That's the key. No goo. That's my theory. Maybe he, he releases like a vapor in the seventh dimension <laughs> or whatever that he, that only they can see. He, maybe it, they he release releases it, like it on maybe. his pores. And yeah, you can only see yeah. it in the seventh dimension. What, maybe. <laughs> but they have a real awkward talk about how he and uh, Eleanor's mom first met. It's very interesting. I guess you could say yeah. they lived in the same neighborhood. <laughs> that was the funniest thing and then when he he said that's a what do you say that's a really strange way to say something really fun what, what a fun way to say a normal thing yeah <laughs> I, I, when, when he said that i was like i like this guy he's yeah. so chill <laughs> yeah one thing leads to another when we're playing tonsil tennis in a broken toilet out back <laughs> you know how that happens my god all the time i mean what a story of love between those right? two and and she's been honest with him since night two because night one was just a lot of really you know awkward sex but but really that's just so sweet <laughs> oh so Yikes. jason's genius continues to showcase itself when he admires the most expensive painting in the museum he uh, wants to continue to value all the paintings with janet which she is very happy Don't, to do. Yeah, I was going to say, you just see it on her face, how happy she is. And I'm like, oh, she gets to spend time with the love of her life. Yeah. She's got that moment <laughs> of like, this is the most annoying thing ever. And this is going to waste my time. But I get to see Jason. So, yes, I will. I can do that. <laughs> yeah. It's funny when I watched it the first time and they were standing in line and <clears throat> I saw Chidi talking to Tahani. And I said, wait a second. Where's Jason and and Janet? What are they doing? And of course, they were in line with them. But the payoff wasn't wasn't far beyond that. And it's funny because she gives them this look. It is totally crossed up between you are an idiot. Like this is really what you want to do? Just walk around here and value paintings. And I love you, so I'll do it. 
Yeah. Um, there is a recent episode of You Made It Weird with Pete Holmes, and he interviews Darcy Carden. And I'm listening to it right now. It's like two hours of her being like super candid. And she's just so fun. Like she's amazing as an actress, but like her character as a person in general <laughs> is just so fun. And I really enjoy it. So uh, any podcast or whatever that she can listen that she's on, definitely give it a shot because she's amazing. She is a cool human for sure. Um, <clears throat> so as expected... Uh, Camilla won't accept Tahani's apology. I knew that. I knew that was going to happen. So she gives this apology and, and Camilla's like, no, I don't accept your apology. Um, and then Tahani only makes her art better in frustration by throwing an egg at it, apparently. <laughs> an egg on an egg, of course. Oh, it makes sense. <laughs> The Germans, they love it. Um, Eleanor won't give up <laughs> looking for her mom's pile of cash. Uh, she's tearing apart uh, Patricia. Is that her name, Patricia, the little girl? Right? Patricia? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Tear, tearing apart Patricia's uh, room. And uh kid comes in and she's like, uh, I don't know, three or nine, something like that. Can't really decide how old she is. <laughs> Um, but Doc McStuffins wants to do some surgery to that bear just to see if there's a pile of cash in there. She's walking through this little girl's room with a freaking like 12 inch meat cleaver going, can I do some surgery to this thing to see? I mean, I don't, I don't care who you are. That's a no. That's a hard pass, Eleanor. <laughs> I am sorry. Jeez. Yeah, she's at this moment. She's gone off the rails. She she I mean, I know she's upset about this thing. But she's definitely gone off the rails at this point. Well, she knows her mother. <laughs> That's who sort of raised her. Not really. But she knows her for the most part. It's like, come on. This can't be real. There's something afoot. It's a scam. And she's mm -hmm. she's gone as far as to say, all right, Michael, you got to seduce my mom. That's the only way. That's the only way to do it. And of course, Michael won't do that because, you know, the architect's code. Um, one can't do that to another architect, but then he goes full <laughs> dad on Eleanor and gives her a young lady and everything. And th that doesn't yeah. quite work. <laughs> how, how do we, how do we feel about this new sort of role? I don't know if it was the same role that you always saw Michael in. Like I always thought of him as like my dad, but like he in this episode really he's evolved into that dad figure he's like he even says it like as the you know authoritative dad figure or whatever yeah how do we feel about him being the dad to eleanor i i now? kind of like, enjoyed his culture. his big dad energy like i thought that was <laughs> i thought that was pretty good uh-huh yeah eleanor didn't like it at all she's like no not even no. in the right ballpark guy but yeah i i always felt that they had kind of a father daughter kind of thing going on so this hmm. this seems like the right path to me cool yeah um meanwhile <clears throat> tahani is uh ready to strangle her sister so chidi offers to play mediator at which time camilla <laughs> takes all of his fears they're hers now and he thinks she's amazing yeah, for 30 seconds because it's Yeah, and cheating. then yeah, all of his fears come back because frickin' Tahani takes an axe to the table, which <laughs> prompts an arrest from the Budapest government or yeah. whatever yeah. those people were. I don't know if there was a, like museum cops, if that was a real arrest. I don't know what was going on museum there. Museum cops? Nonetheless, I, yeah, they got in case of, It's very possible. Yeah. It's in case any of the art 
people want to like try and create their own art by going <laughs> crazy or something, you know, it's for that, for that. Actually, reason. I would imagine, I mean, the one painting that Jason pointed out was like $52 million. So there's probably oh, actually some and it was really just hanging tight security there. there. Yeah, but there wasn't any like anything protecting it. It's true. But there is there should be like super tight security, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's definitely like when the lights get shut off, it's laser beams like Mission Impossible style. You yeah. have to <laughs> climb up and over them and stuff. And um, I but, love that Camilla calls Chidi out and immediately like the first thing she says to him is, Oh, that's such and such, whatever language it is, and it means God it, God exists. Yeah. And it's like, wow, like people have been pointing this out since seasons one and, and Camilla just hung a lantern on it. She's like, yeah. boom, there you go. Yep. We know. <laughs> she, she just knows that off the top of her head, apparently, because she's such a freaking genius. Yep. And she's so sure. And I think that's why Chidi really liked it, because she is so sure of herself and she looks him dead in the eye with such conviction. And it's like, oh, my God, I love this woman. <laughs> she's the anti Chidi. Yeah, for sure. She makes decisions on the spot. Uh, meanwhile, back in Nevada, Diana is running for the PTA at the MGM Grand Luxury Resort and Casino Elementary School. Um, she gives a really lame speech. Um, Michael and Dave make really lame architect jokes, but she makes a really passionate uh, play because she cares for Patricia. And that doesn't go over well with Eleanor. Yeah, it's like Eleanor's watching the life that she thinks she wanted and it's all happening. Her mother's present for somebody else and kind of rooting on somebody else. And that's really shitty, but she's there to try and make her mom better or something, but she's getting all these feelings and stuff, but it's, it's pretty wild. And I really enjoy the architect bro brothership. Yeah. Brother, the bromance, I, I, the bromance, the architect bromance. Oh man, that's so fun. It was just like, yeah, we know we're in the same sort of thing where we know each other, you know, we know the same things. It's like crazy. It's awesome. Are you in the same things though? Are you? <laughs> Meh. No, I think they've designed different types of stuff so far in their career. I mean, I assume that Michael's designed houses. He designed sure. all of the good place. So he designed places. Yeah. And apparently he's really good at it, except for the bathrooms. Maybe. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, Eleanor, uh, she decides she's so BS over this that she's going to confront Dave and tell him the truth. And Dave goes, I know the truth. I, I know what she's done. And as a matter of fact, when she gets older, we're going to tell Patricia. I like that she's crazy. Look what it's done to me. I'm freaking Avril Lavigne. I got this spiky Apple Watch band, guys. Okay. I credit oh, that to Miss Diana Germain. <laughs> I mean, that thing was kind of cool. I mean, it was not, but it was really kind of cool. <laughs> I mean, it's not, but like, where can I get one? Right. Like, that's what I'm you know, saying. Like, just yeah. to test it out. Just, I mean. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, I mean, he kind of moves on. He said his piece. And, and Michael just wants to know, Eleanor, we're here to help make your mom better. I changed. You changed. Why can't she change? Why does this bother you so much? And. In the most emotionally honest moment we've gotten from Eleanor in all two and a half seasons so far, she just lays it out there and we realize how much she really was hurt by the childhood. She always plays it off like, ah, no big deal. My childhood was crap. You know, my mom's crazy. My dad was crazy. I just don't need anybody. But she admits that she really wanted the cookies in the afternoon and to not have to go 
scrounging through ball pits at McDonald's for leftover fries. Yeah, it was a big thing for her, and it was great performance here by Kristen Bell. You felt it. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. And that, that's totally, like, some great character development on her part. And I'm really curious, like, where it's going to go next. I know we're, we'll talk about talk about it later but with this so much like her actually confronting her mom like being able to confront her mom is like huge for her character and i'm really curious to see how she's going to change from that yeah i mean confront her mom and confront her emotions i mean yeah she eleanor doesn't do a very good job of of actually dealing with her emotions she compartmentalizes and moves on and and that's a huge step uh just dealing with the the issues that you have personally but uh diana mm-hmm. or you know her mom uh donna wins the pta seat she uh got a ton of votes and he but she didn't uh get one that was cast for bofa d's nuts <laughs> oh eleanor will never grow up classic <laughs> um when eleanor goes to apologize for her mom she does discover Finally, the pile of cash, though. It's in the laundry detergent. So, uh-oh. Her mom might not be the best person. After all, she might not be so happy in this situation. But meanwhile, Chidi and Tahani are chained to a bench, awaiting prison. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when Tahani, again, we're getting some good background character stuff. Tahani really explains how harsh... We always kind of knew that the parents were harsh on Tahani, but it's very clear that they were harsh on both of them. They pitted the sisters against each other, impossible competitions like creating art that's either going to be displayed at a big party with famous people or that's going to be the kindling for the fire at the party for the famous people. And I think the difference is Tahani's a more sensitive soul and Camilla just thrived on it. And it's what pushed her to... To great success. And uh, Tahani looks around and realizes deep down, Camilla still needs her sister because all the art is her. Wait a second. Tahani's the boobs? <laughs> yeah, it's all sort of similar. And it, it they did it really nicely where it's the same sort of scene and then they overlap it with the actual art. And she, yeah, she just realizes that those two are the only ones that went through that situation and they went through it apart and they went through it separated, but they could have come out a whole different way if they were, would have stuck together. Right. If they would have been together in against their parents or however you want to see it, not really against them, but like against what they're trying to teach them, whatever ridiculous teaching method that is to pit them against each other and try and be the best and be super competitive that's not the best way i think to teach kids but it's <laughs> what whatever. do you know you don't have any yeah, kids I don't know any. i'm a kid still so you know whatever well fair. i will that's say fair. these two sisters agree with you jules because tahani gives camilla a passionate apology at which the end they both just hug each other and agree that their parents were the biggest wankers on the planet yeah camilla just camilla doesn't really want it for a moment and then it's just finally like oh my god like this is what we need i needed this yeah it's great yeah and uh she tahani almost 
acknowledges too that I know you can't really accept this apology because you need it to to fuel your work and I accept that but know that I feel this way and then you know Camilla acknowledges that you know yeah you're right but I do feel this way and uh it was cool it was it was a great little moment um at the same time Eleanor his mom is coming clean she says listen uh I got this cash just in case I got to skip town but Eleanor knows but from seeing that she's she's happy here because she drinks Chardonnay with ice cubes, does yoga, and drives home like a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> and and you know what? She basic, and that's okay. It's okay to be basic. I love how that's their thing back and forth. No, yeah, no, listen, that- I'm fine because you're basic, Eleanor. No, mom, you're basic, and that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure she learned that from her mother right like I'm pretty sure that's her catchphrase but yeah that that's how they explain to each other what they mean and then it's like oh my god you're right and it's okay I'm, it's okay if I'm basic <laughs> no jewels you're basic you're basic oh but yeah I mean she Eleanor helps her mom realize that you know what I, she is happy there and she doesn't need to look for an out. She needs to embrace it. So she encourages her to put the cash pile into a college fund or like buy a crib for Patricia, you know, whatever is appropriate for someone of three or nine years old. Um, <laughs> Janet gets pulled over for being a perfect driver. How does that happen? <laughs> but she was. How even... <laughs> Okay. I don't even know how you would consider per I don't know. I don't even want to think about it. You're dri- what if metric? 35, you're driving yeah. 34 and a half, you're going straight down the middle, you're putting signals on at the right time. I mean, I don't know. I I, I, I mean that that definitely would not go to the guy that hit me on my ride home tonight. I'll tell oh, you that no. much. Oh, you no. got hit in the ride home? Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh I was trying to get onto uh 93 South. He was trying to get off onto 95. And uh, he just slammed into my side door and then yelled at me for hitting him. (laughs) Wow. That is the most Boston thing I've ever heard. Yeah, Boston, am I right? He's he's mid-yelling at me. He didn't even pull over. He's in the middle of the highway out of his truck yelling at me. And I I got out and I looked at him and we we took pictures of each other's licenses. And I just said to him, that's fine, sir. Uh, I hope that, you know, you're okay because my camera in my car is gonna back up that you hit me and he just went well i I don't i don't think there's any damage and that was he left that was the end (laughs) (laughs) oh and the rain and everything too who wants to stand outside their car and trade insurance crap in the pouring rain? no i spent the next 20 minutes making sure i downloaded the video to my phone so i'd always have it you know (laughs) nice uh well in a sign of true growth camilla posts her art or or credits her art in the paper uh to Camilla and Tahani Al Jamil. Fractured inheritance. Tahani has a better name for it, but she doesn't need to call Camilla and tell her. It's, <laughs> it's, not, it's not important. Sure. It's not important. I, I do what? I do like Tahani's name better. I agree. Buried I mean, hatchet. Really, bur- buried hatchet? Come on. Yeah. There's nothing better. Yeah, there's no question about it. But we don't we don't need a it's not a competition anymore. <laughs> That's the thing. That's that's the thing. Even though Tahani Isn't won. Isn't it though? <laughs> right. But Michael, uh, he gives Dave the best present he could ever give him. and uh, Or Mark. Was his name Dave or Mark? 
I'm calling him a mark. No, that he was the mark. (laughs) I'm calling him a mark. (laughs) So he gives Dave the perfect plans for the Subaru dealership. I mean, uh, he just solved it, except for the bathrooms. Uh, He seemed to have forgot them, which is definitely (sighs) just a small oversight because he definitely uses them. He sits on the thing and shoots one out all, all the time. Yep. 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 That's how we do it. Well, let's go, Eleanor. Let's. let's we, this is an awkward situation. Let's get past that. But Michael and Eleanor are driving away. All's good. They came and they delivered. They served their purpose. Um, double success this week. Unlike last week, where they had to push off to Donkey. I mean, not Donkey Doug. They had to push off to Pillboy. Um, this week, get a double success. But Eleanor is still sad. She's still really sad because. Who knows how much that upbringing really scarred her? I mean, she's never been able to admit to anybody that she loves them. Except Michael's got to come clean because he said he wouldn't lie anymore. And he tells her that she said, I love you to Chidi. And that Chidi said, I love you back. But maybe we should listen to a podcast. Frimulon. Sure. Yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> so I huh, I had mixed feelings about this episode in general because I can see where we're getting deep enough to people that really liked season one, like people that were super into, oh, crazy, there's a giraffe, there's flying shrimp and it's in the bad or it's in the good place. Oh, my God, like all this craziness. I can see where those people might start to fall off mm-hmm. because this is getting super deep. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I can see where they're like, I didn't really sign up for this. Like I don't, they're taking chances. Like I love that they're taking chances with these characters and I love that they're getting deeper and we're discovering so much with these characters. But for the casual watcher that wants something crazy and kooky, this was like the second episode in a row where they're normal people in the normal place <laughs> doing not like craziness. You know what I mean? So I can see where people wouldn't like it. So I'm like kind of scared. I don't want people to stop watching it because right. I'm sure it's going to be fine. But no, I, I know. Feel, but this I feel is... like that even though the, the storyline is normalizing a little bit, that the dialogue somehow is amping up and getting even funnier. Like the quotes, the sure. out of context quotes that I'm writing down every week are just getting more numerous. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, there's a lot hidden in the episodes. You know, like yeah. uh, at one point they ask Michael if he has a penis. And if you're paying attention, <laughs> there's wind chimes right by his head. No so, way. Whoa. Yeah. And, and it's it's things like that. Um, uh, <laughs> I was reading someone on Reddit and I, I don't have it in front of me or I'd point out who, but someone on Reddit pointed out that they actually mentioned how many people they have in the bad place. And if you do the math on that, it means that like two thirds of people actually get into the good place. And so that means that the 1.2 million points minimum to get into the good place that they said in the fake good place is wrong. So even though they're not doing a lot to really save Pillboy and Eleanor's mom and, and Camilla, they're, they may not have to do as much as we originally thought. It's not about getting them up to huge levels. It's about making sure that they're not huge assholes. Right. Oh. Yeah. Nice. So you guys have any uh, predictions for next week or the coming weeks? Where do you you think we go from here? Oh, I think the shit's going to hit the fan. Oh, yeah? I think it's been too calm for too long. (laughs) 
I think that next episode is going to be an absolute forking mess. <laughs> well, well, we already did all our all our, our amends to everybody's things. Like, who do we have left? We Chidi. have Chidi. Uh, he gets his own episode, like just well, by himself. Well, so, what's going to happen? So this there? is what I'm so, wondering. Does Michael have to make amends somewhere? Does Michael have someone he needs to help? No. Uh, well, he doesn't know anybody. Well, that's in the normal place, right? I'm Not just going to call it place. No Earth normal place. <laughs> yeah. Does he have to go make amends with the judge, or does he have to go make amends with Sean, or is there a butterfly effect from something he's done and he well, needs to to attend to that person? I don't know. I still don't. I still don't think that the normal crew have enough leeway to say that we changed and we're better and we've already we're done i think they still need to do stuff to be better people like they've been learning and stuff for about a year or so they've tried to help out uh, their people in their lives but i still don't think they're all the way there to make a good argument against the judge that they changed well i mean i, I tend to agree with that i just think you know at some point they can't keep doing this for you know the next six episodes they've got to they've got to confront something um it's also possible that this week will will center all around chidi in the sense that chidi will have to go and make his amends and then also they he and eleanor are going to have to confront their situation so i don't know we're going to be we're going to be facing off with that his brother or if he's going to have to go to the boot friend, or maybe he needs to fix what he did to Simone, and that creates this triangle here. I don't know. Oh, that might. But yeah, I'm kind of leading towards Kevin's uh, shit's going to hit the fan. Yeah. It is super calm. Shit fan. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> all right. Well, if that's all we got for this week, uh, this has been a fun one, and I, I can't wait to see if the spit does indeed hit the fan next week but yeah we are everything is fine a good place podcast uh we thank you guys for joining us on our journey through this wonderful tv show the good place you can find us on social media obviously we've referenced it like a bunch of times this episode the good place uh everything is fine facebook group is popping so get on there uh we got new people joining every day go to facebook and search for us go to at everything is fine uh podcast on instagram at nerdy things pod on all other social medias and on your central hub for everything that the three of us do nerdythingspod.com not only that we are part of a larger community of podcasts like two skeptical chaps and <laughs> <laughs> and others and others all over yeah uh, yeah all and over. others and the something underground that plays right after our episode <laughs> voice from the underground that's the wayward one. willis yeah <laughs> all those great podcasts that are part of the famous original pod- podcast network which you can find on fopnet.biz yeah guys that's fopnet.biz the- there's something else that they might be super interested in was merch that Tim designed a few ah. Maximum Derrick's shirts, or you can get them on 
tote bags or sweaters or anything like that, you can go check that out. Nerdythingspod.com. He already said it, but you click the shop tab and it'll take you to our merch store. And there's a few different everything is fine designs. There's some maximum Derek designs that are pretty dog. cool. So go check it out. Hot diggity dog designs. Yeah, it's all there. <laughs> Not only that, since we're promoting stuff, if you guys are Harry Potter fans and you know that the new Fantastic Beasts movie is coming out in a couple weeks, the Nerdy Things podcast is dedicating an entire month to Harry Potter. We recorded uh, uh, yeah. a, an episode of several months back where we did episodes one th- or books one through three books and movies we we broadcast that we just did four and five later this week we got six coming out then we got seven then we're going to do fantastic beasts tim's going to keep reading the cursed child and he's going to do a thing on that and sometime later this week there's going to be a harry potter shirt on our merch store it says i'm a potter nerd and uh it's cool because i designed it so yeah because if you didn't know, me and Tim are huge Harry Potter fans. I have like two Harry Potter tattoos, and I'm almost certain Kevin's seen some of the movies. <laughs> what? So if you want to <laughs> if you wanna check that out, definitely go listen to our other podcast, Nerdy Things Podcast, on the same places that you hear this one. Yeah. Nef- or Nef- I was going to say Netflix. Netflix, where all <laughs> podcasts <laughs> are. You can, you can get them on the Flicks. That's what that means. Flix is, is short oh, for podcasts. God. You can hear yes. it in the world. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that stuff. Yeah, Hulu. <laughs> uh, I don't YouTube know. YouTube TV. TV. Maybe. Sling TV. Right. Direct TV. Comcast. <laughs> Verizon. Yep. I don't know. It's if everywhere. You have, if you have a Zoom, you're all set. Just just yes. plug your Zoom in and, and it'll... It'll just connect. Oh, man. All right. Let's let's end it. <laughs> Thank let's you guys for here. joining us. <laughs> and as always, have a great rest of your week. Bye. Hey, listener. Dutch here from Voice from the Underground, the podcast. My co-host and I want to invite you to check out our little corner of the podcast verse. At Voice from the Underground, we talk about all the crazy shit happening around us and try to make a little bit of sense out of the nonsense with little to no results. If the idea of hearing three semi-intelligent, outspoken nerds talk about politics, social issues, current events, sports, movies, pretty much anything that we decide to talk about because, well, it's our show, appeals to you, grab your shovel and come on down to the underground and then consult a qualified psychotherapist. Find us wherever you get your podcasts, just not where you buy your weed. Boys from the underground.